0: everyone, I'm Joshua Cruz, and I am the main speaker on the Hashtag One Drink Podcast. Now, I know from the past episodes, I've always had guests that I could question, but today, I'm feeling quite expressive, so I will do a solo episode. Please do let me know your thoughts, and if this is something that you guys have thought about maybe before, or if it's something that you're feeling now. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Cheers. Hi, so brief introduction about myself. I'm Joshua. A lot of you guys might know me as the guy who partied a lot, who gave you a couple of shots of tequila, who would cheers with you. Maybe some of you would know me from football, a former teammate, a former opponent. Maybe some of you might know me as the guy online that would make stupid jokes, that would... <laughs> make extremely stupid jokes, actually. Heck, maybe some of you might know me as the guy you went to high school with or a high school friend. And the few lucky ones, I would say lucky or unlucky, might know me for the expressive type in terms of ideas. And very blunt about ideas or about feelings or opinions on certain things. Today, I'll give you my backstory. When I was growing up, I wasn't always the smartest cookie. Farthest thing from the smartest cookie. I was a below average student. I took summer class, grade six, for science. I wanted to move school when I was grade seven, which I talked about in the other episode with Gio, um, because I was having a hard time in school. And then things turned around. Um, I got into the Philippine team. I had to put an effort with school so I could continue playing. I hated school so much growing up all the way to college. But that taught me a few things. being a not-so-smart student growing up, having tutors, being uninterested in classes, fighting teachers, I think that was part of... That was me. Like That was the most raw version of me. Then high school came. I talked to a... Our advisor at that time, we had like an hour or two hour chat. And we talked about personal formation because that's something that we had in our high school, which I was very thankful for. When I was fourth year, third year rather, high school, I wanted to run as school president. Funny story there, I fucked it up really bad. I fucked up my speech when it was supposed to be what I think was a sure win. But I just got cocky and did the same old expectation of failure. But the reason why I wanted to run, the real reason actually why I wanted to run for school council was to make a change. And I remember that was our party name at that time, Change. I wanted to change or be someone that I needed when I was growing up. I wanted to impose older students, tutoring younger students, or the people that are having a hard time. because quite honestly, it is tough not being so smart and struggling and not being interested in school. It is hard trying to keep up. So I wanted to incentivize smarter students to help younger students in achieving that goal or making it a little bit easier. Fair enough. I lost really bad because I had a Filipino quiz (laughs) the day before, which eventually got canceled. I was tired from football practice, varsity at that time. We ended at 7 p.m. and had to study. So yeah, had no time for a speech. Thought I could wing it, but that was the most horrible (laughs) 15 to 20 minutes of my life in high school. Embarrassing, actually. Anyway, graduate and go to college took a business management in De La Salle, which is more like attending a class where teachers would just read through a PowerPoint presentation, barely explaining anything. A lot of the teachers were there just to give us a grade. They weren't very passionate about teaching. And for me, I was just like, why would I study if my teacher isn't passionate about teaching? Why would I want to learn? True enough, not such a smart cookie again in college, but got through, failed a lot of times. (laughs) And arrived at work. Worked a nine to five job for a startup company To be quite honest, the options at that time, because I wasn't so smart, would be to be a bank teller in one of the prestigious banks in the Philippines or work at a startup. And one of my problems, to be quite honest about that, was being paid a minimum wage. There was always this saying when you're in Taft, na oh, because you graduated from LaSalle, you were assured a good job might be applicable to others. But to be quite honest, I don't think so. There comes the nine to five scam that I think, but I'll talk about that later. Anyway, I work at a startup. I choose a startup. I get paid a little bit more than minimum wage. My official office hours were eight thirty to five. But being in a startup, it's a different. It's a different experience. I went into the job interview and I was supposed to apply for the HR position to look for candidates. But when I met the HR manager, she said To be quite honest, your CV does not meet the requirements that we need for a HR. But I like you, and I think there's something that we can create just for you. At that time, there were the two co-founders, the general manager, finance and hr manager so there were five people i joined in i met the i met with the co-founder one of the co-founders he was portuguese and he agreed you are not anything your cv or your work experience or experience before that in college does not we don't need you but I find you interesting so we hired so we'll hire you that's when the company started a business development arm as a business developer your main requirement was to get clients find a way to fill up the space whether it be flyering, emailing, going on LinkedIn, and finding companies that would need office space. And I did that. That would be the normal requirement for business development. But as you know, being in the startup industry, you have to know or do a lot more things you work a nine-to-five in the office, being sort of the space manager, making sure that the clients there are okay, that the aircon isn't too cold, it isn't too warm, the internet's always working. Then you handle the walk-ins as well. Normal stuff, I guess. But not really in your job description. Then, I would go to events, social networking events, startup events, meeting new people, usually ending the events at around 9.30, 10.30, and being expected to go to work again at 9 a.m. Now I did this very I took this seriously, actually, for five months. I gave my heart and soul to a company. But to be honest, this is where the dream, this is the first time I experienced the world not being so kind. I asked for, so I was working my ass off and I was producing I was producing numbers we were doing quite well and I remember asking for a raise I was like "Um, I'm producing these numbers and you know that I'm a hard worker I think I've proven myself enough to deserve a little bit more the co-founder says he looks at it numbers were there Poof. he gives me an increase but a very tiny bump and I was just like well I mean shit you know um, me not knowing better I was just like okay have to be thankful which I was you know I worked a few more months giving it all I can, being there, trying to assist in any way I could, knowing the business back and forth so that if any questions were to pop up or if anything happened, I'd be there. I was a runner for construction for the small things that we needed for the new clients that we were able to, that we would close. I was a runner. And eventually I hit I hit the wall the famous burnt out wall and I was like this for around a week two weeks it was quite noticeable no one asked me what was happening but they gave me a warning they're just like it's either you fix your shit or we let you go or at least that's how I I took it that's how it seemed And I was so dumbfounded. I was just like, what the fuck? I give my heart and soul for six months and I burn out for two weeks and I can't get a break. Kind of weird. So true enough, the burning out lasted a little bit longer. And then they asked me, okay, we're going to let you go. They told me they were going to let me go but we want to change you, your position. They were going to make me an independent business development, if that's possible. So I would go to events, close, I mean, talk about the company whenever I could. And I eventually found my second job in advertising. And it was thanks to one of the colleagues I met my first job, one of our clients. She recommended me to her friend, and her friend said, okay, come on board. Um, Interview you for a position that was for a digital marketing firm from a Malaysian company at that time. Um, But we had a team here in the Philippines. So there was new opportunity, brighter mind, hoping for the best. I was there, and the official work hours were, again, 9 to 5. But I was there in the office at 8, 7.30, because I wanted to work hard. And, you know, being in the startup, it teaches you, it's not all negative, like the payment and everything, but it did teach you to have a stronger drive because the pace was so fast. And it applied also to my football when I was just like, "You are not gonna fucking fail again." So, joined the second job. Was there eight around eight seven thirty eight? Would start making calls to clients or start my meetings or schedule my day at least. Nine o'clock, pick up the phone. Call everyone on the short list that I created. For advertisements for online advertisements and then I would go to the, when I would lose that contact list or I would over exhaust it I would go to the grocery I would check out all the brands on each shelf and I would contact each and every brand there was or the mother companies rather to see if they needed our service. Was able to convert actually, able to produce a lot of sales for that small startup. But unfortunately, five months in and the sales of the team wasn't so good. Before me joining, they had to close. Such an unfortunate time of events. And then a couple of months later, no job, my baby mom at that time, the baby mom, my girlfriend at that time, asked me, why don't you come with me to England? Truth is, what would I do in England? As much as I loved the idea of us being a family, it didn't make sense. I didn't have a work visa. I wasn't the smartest. I wasn't, you know, and it was impossible to get a company to sponsor you right off the bat. That would be a lot of an a lot of investment, you know, to be moved there. So I did the realistic thing and I was just like I think it's better if I stayed here. That's the real story. A lot of people would say, no, you didn't move. But, you know, at the end of the day, hindsight actually worked out for the best. So I end up joining this third company, FMCG. Well-known company, um, international. So I thought, cool, an international brand with the dream with offices all over the world. And at that time, I believe, I strongly believe that, you know, with hard work, a company will see your value. If they see your value and they can empathize with your situation, you can be moved, you know that was the biggest lie i lived in for two and a half years so day in day in out, day out i'd work work like a motherfucker and then i would produce you know Six months in the new area, uh, in the area I was initially given, I grew it to become one of the stronger places where we were selling our product in our division. And I got to continue that for a year, until a year. A year happened, and again, I hit the famous burning out, burnt out. But this time around, it was a little bit easier because my boss at that time was a little bit more understanding. He knew the industry well, but then, it was no excuse also to to be quote-unquote that lazy so I wanted to be to be in a place where I was comfortable then I decided to move back home Cebu go to Cebu with a lot of drama llama happening along the way and then I eventually moved, produced well in Cebu, produced really well in Cebu, changed the base, and we were able to make it the number one outside of Metro Manila. It was very good, actually, at that time. People in the office started to recognize the hard work, which they should have before. And and then I still believed in the dream. I was just like, if you work hard, you know, it might be possible for you to move. Until I realized that it wasn't. You know, as a salesperson, you don't get moved as much as you would love to the people they would look at to move were the people in the office. And in my opinion, seeing how the people in the office would work, be like, bro, we have to follow up with you guys 15 times just to have one simple thing fixed. That's quite a problem actually. So eventually I keep working, 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 Getting burnt out after getting burnt out. Move uh driving to the beach every so often, like twice a month, meeting new people, talking to talking to new bar owners, gaining a fucking ton of weight. And I realized holy fuck I've lost I've lost myself in this corporate dream. Gained weight. Had no time for my family. Missed so many family um, dinners at home, some family parties. I couldn't commit truly to vacations because I was always worried about work. Skipped on a lot of events. Couldn't catch up with my friends a lot. All because of this corporate dream. Then I decided to work a little bit smarter. I then decided or figured out the eight 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 day. Strictly which was strictly eight hours for work, eight hours for sleep, and eight hours for personal things that I wanted to do, whether it be fashion projects working out which I really needed at that time. Time with friends and other stuff. That was the idea at least. Till it became it was still the same twelve R days, ten R days, and at two AM get have to wake up at nine AM for reports. Ten AM for reports. Struggle. But at that time, I was still, I still felt, felt the dream, the corporate dream of if you work hard, you will be rewarded. Luckily, unfortunately, our family started a business, the business that we're in now, which is the Lechon called Big Senor. At first it was my older sister, younger sister, and I would help whenever I could for marketing, for captions. That time I really did no shit. I wouldn't I'd be so stubborn not to like not to edit our photos. I'd be like, Oh yeah, the picture's good already. But apparently not to other people, you know. Cringe looking back at it now. And as we were building the brand, as we were building the Pigs in your brand, I realized how hard it was. At first, in order for us not to spend that much, what I would do is we would post it on our personal wall. We would, What I would do is I would send it to each friend that I knew or acquaintance I knew in Manila. I would say, hey, keep, please like the page. It would mean a lot and share it with your friends. Sometimes it'll work you know like it'd be good response like oh hey yeah sure i would but a lot of times it'd be like scene zone and whatnot and going back going back to that time that i needed someone or that journey that we're having a hard time building the brand or that hard time that i had growing up and i needed someone i decided you know what i wouldn't want anyone to have to do this or have to feel like they're doing, they're alone in this journey of starting a new business. That's why I created the Amigos Lifestyle, which is basically a platform on Instagram or an Instagram page rather, wherein my close friends or friends that I personally knew could post their businesses on it for free. Tag me and I'd reshare it Share the network that Amigos was able to build, and so on and so forth. That was the real reason, if a lot of people didn't know, why I started Amigos. Then, as fortunately, we were able to grow the Pigs in Your brand, and we we're doing well. Amigos was slowly picking up. I had a lot of people ask me, random people ask me, Hey, can you promote our business? And I was like, sure, no problem. And it came to a point where in, it came to a point where in a lot of people, I would ask, I would say, yes, I can promote your business. No worries. I don't know you, but I'll promote it. But in return, if you could promote the other businesses that I'm currently promoting on your personal profile and tag me. Something so simple. You know? And this is when I realized that people are so fucking selfish. Like, they're all for self-promotion, 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 me, 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 and it kind of to be quite honest, it kind of disgusted me. I was just like, yo bro, like it's something so simple, like it's more of like community building we can do. Rather than just self-promotion. Because at the end of the day, even if we want at the end of the day, if you want to be on top, you're gonna have to step on so many heads. And is it really worth it? You know, that's when the dream of of being rich of being successful like being featured in these magazines that's when honestly when i started amigos that's when it stopped i didn't want anything extravagant that's the when i wanted something simple comfortable you know something you could be proud of when i was working for that fmcg i didn't have time to work out I didn't have time for my family but you realize that and i realized that when i was starting when i was working with the family business the big senior that you know we're not that successful we're surviving barely surviving but at least i get to spend time with my family i get to talk to my friends i get to work out and honest that was enough you know i remember telling my dad that i just had some basic stuff that i needed to pay for per month and that was all just pay that and then i could work and to me that was more than enough you know yeah going back and realizing now or as I reflect on the Amigos journey, that is basically what I wanted or who I'm still striving to be. I'm still striving to be the person I needed when I was younger, when I was having a hard time. And I hope, if ever I do release this, that people will be genuine enough to do so as well. Maybe people with greater influence. Maybe people with... that are smarter. I just hope that people become less selfish and become more aware that although it's good to dream big, sometimes... It's sometimes enough is more than okay. That's all I have to say for now. And I hope you guys do reflect on it. That's all for me now. Cheers.